Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Monica Perez in for Eric Erickson. Making some waves, I guess. I uh, I feel like we're all in the same tent. All the individualists, all the people who believe in limited government. But I guess uh, being the hardcore libertarian makes people a little nervous, I think, because in this two-party system, which I think George Washington war- warned us against, if you uh, if you don't go with the biggest chunk of people on, say, the right, you risk losing it all to the left. And I, I guess I feel like that's the worst incentive. That's how you get total mediocrity, is that's how you get the worst on both sides. And that sometimes maybe the one thing you can do as an individual is vote your conscience. And if everybody adopted that, it wouldn't take long before we got somebody maybe who agreed with our consciences. But you know what? I actually feel like people should vote how they want to vote. Um, it's your vote. So, but I'm happy to talk about my philosophy. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you could tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. My uh, producer Binkley is here with some tweets. What you got? I have a tweet from Roger who says, keep in mind that Nixon, a Republican, started the war on drugs. Yes, and Nixon closed the gold window and he opened China. And my parents, when I was growing up, my mother to this day will not buy, and my father's gone, but until he died, he would not buy anything made in China. You know how hard it is? You really have to reject consumerism, which my parents definitely do. Um they wouldn't buy anything because they said it was made with slave labor. They just wouldn't wouldn't buy it. And he opened the gold window. So he, his name was Mud in our house. And I mean, opened China and then closed the gold window, which is what drove Ron Paul to Washington. So these guys, it's like when a caller uh, suggested to me once and it really blew my mind. He said a Democrat could never get away with taking our guns away that it would take a Republican to do it. And then you could just ask the question, what what's to stop a Democrat from putting on the cloak of a Republican and sneaking in, you know, which I think you get that sometimes. I mean, I wonder. So anyway, you've got to, uh, I think the only hope is to stick to principles, but that's just my idea. Maybe people are smarter than I am and know how to game the system and that we're going to get an end result that'll just knock my socks off. But for me, I just feel like all I can do is uh, is stick to my own principles. I'm going to try to get a uh, call in Ray and Buford. Hi, Ray. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. How are you? Good okay. to, good to uh, speak with you. I'm first-time caller, but one thing I would say quickly, and then I'll get off and listen to your comment, is, um, first of all, um, my father was a Marine in three wars, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, um, and my mother worked uh, actually for uh, for the Manhattan Project in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. She's a living legend. She's 92. And they taught me, uh, don't trust anybody other than your parents. Um, 
I, I don't trust really either party, even though I consider myself a libertarian and a voter Republican. But what I would say is researching Trump, I realized looking into his associations, and I think that's everything with whom one is associated with. I didn't see him in the Bilderberg Group Association at all. Uh, all everybody else is a, a both Democrat and Republican, and a lot of listeners probably don't even realize who that group is. Uh, back to you, Ray. Keep going. So you say Trump is not a member of Bilderberg. So the Bilderberg Group, there are groups that are politically influential groups that are actually outside of government from the Council of Foreign Relations, Bohemian Grove, Bilderberg Group, Trilateral Commission, Tavistock Institute, all these organizations that have extreme influence over politics, media, and academia. And you can find a lot of these heavy hitters up there, especially the thinkers, the guy who's guys who give the orders, but also some of the operatives, lots of Angelina Jolie. So it puts everything into question what she says that she's pushing an agenda, in my opinion. So, Ray, sorry, just wanted to fill people in on that. Keep going please yeah that's just that's just it's associations of people that matter to me and who 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 are you affiliated with and everybody's affiliated with someone and again the enemy of my enemy is my friend so uh i wonder really because i'm sure there's some ties somehow some association but trump seems to be truly an outsider that i totally (laughs) disagree i'll tell you why i have a few things one his he was bailed out. His biggest bailout was by that guy Wilbur Ross, who's now Commerce Secretary or whatever his position is in the cabinet, something like that. He uh, was running Rothschild Inc. in New York when he bailed Trump out. I read I only read it in one place, so I ha- would have to verify it. But that Soros bailed him out of a um, bankruptcy in Chicago, and one of the deepest. Stay, I just mentioned this the other day. It still blows me away, besides the fact that his mentor was Roy Cohn, who was um, Joe McCarthy's lawyer in the House Un-American Activities Committee. And although my mother loves Roy Cohn and Joe McCarthy, I think Roy really had some deep state ties, including blackmailing people and all that. And what? But the thing that blows me away the most is that Donald Trump's uncle, Dr. John Trump, an, an MIT professor, a uh, hardcore military, was the guy who confiscated all of Tesla's papers upon his death, within hours of his death, and handed them over to the government. I mean, if that's not a guy who's connected generationally, I don't know who is. That's yeah. Trump, and nobody brought that up in the campaign besides me. You know, and I don't disagree because I've, I've read that. However, he's at arm's length, and I guess that may be a safety factor to be at arm's length. He's not directly any... You, you, Monica, there's really no way you can have the machine work and not have be associated with some connected people. There's just no way. Yes, uh, which is why when earlier Mark told me to just vote Republican, I'm like, no, because they're all like I thought when Mitt Romney lost, I wasn't happy that he lost. But when he lost, I thought, well, that saves him from being a murderer. So he should thank his lucky stars that he didn't have to go for the Tuesday kill list that Obama got and would have to say, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, it may be true, but that just means the system is done for. We can't support that with our tax dollars. We can't consent to that morally. We got to you think of yourself not to be on a rant, but you think of yourself as the way, you know, you think about the revolutionary, the fighters for the American Revolution. You think I would do that. Patrick Henry live for your die. I would do that. This is that. This is what we're doing here. We got to stand up for it. No, I don't. I don't disagree, and it, it, it just, you know, I'm, and I agree with everything you're saying, and it does make me wonder. And it, I do know his, his associations, um, 
and I do know of what you mentioned earlier, um, but I just have to look at. You I want hope. Look, you yeah. want hope. We want yeah. hope. Because I can't put, I can't, he, he lies down with dogs, and I know he gets up and flees. <laughs> uh, you've heard that thing. Yes. But, uh, but he himself. You know, maybe it's not that bad. I'll tell you, Binkley here, my sidekick, he used to say, you know, maybe he's Batman. Maybe he looks like that, but he's really the billionaire on top of it, and he's secretly um, these machinations against the machine. That may be true, but on the other hand, what I'm really afraid of is not that that the, the arrow is changing direction with this guy, but that it's being pulled back only to let fly and that you're going to have this globalist reaction, whether it's the fact that MSNBC and CNN are getting their best ratings in decades or that the Democrats just got Jeff Sessions seat, a guy who won the popular vote 97 percent in Alabama for the Republicans just went to a Democrat. If you don't wonder if this thing, you know, the proof is going to be in the pudding. You can have hope. But the proof is going to be in the pudding. And I think for me, I can't figure it all out. I can just stick by my principles. So, man, God, <laughs> I, try, I thought I didn't even have hope anymore, but I guess I still have the passion. Let's uh, keep this conversation going. 800 WSB Talk. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. This is Monica Perez and for Eric Erickson. And we're having a lively discussion on kind of what's the difference between uh, libertarians and, I guess, other people on the right. I feel like the Tea Party, the Liberty Movement, all that were um, kind of in the same tent. I feel like that's going away now. I almost, if you wanted to really be cynical and go down the rabbit hole, I, I thought all along that what was happening inside the Republican Party during the campaigns was an attempt to kind of marginalize the really hardcore grassroots principle loving uh, movements that had been disrupting the elections and uh, giving these guys a run for the money in the in their primaries. And I think that's still going on. I think that they're still trying to squeeze out um, the principled uh people on the right and that they're actually going to try to flip the South, flip the rural states in 2018. And I I think the Republicans are kind of complicit in all this. I think they like it. You know, big government at the top. Didn't didn't um, Irvin Crystal say there's no point in winning the election if there's no power in government. Just uh, so small government Republicans had to go. Anyway, uh, let's hear what you have to say. I'm going to Brad in Loganville. Hi, Brad. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. How you doing? Sorry, I was eating so <laughs> It's totally fine. You're on hold for a long time. Ah, I'm supposed to give you a little more time. Let's go to line okay. four. Okay. Brad. Hey, hey, hey. Go. Monica. Go. Sorry. Okay. I will tell you flat out the one reason people should have voted for Trump and the, on- the only reason that's a certain thing. If we had not gotten Neil Gorsuch in at the Supreme Court, we would have lost the Supreme Court. It would have been a liberal Supreme Court, which we would have never came back from. And what's the most important thing about that to you? We need constitutional judges. But, I mean, these guys, a lot of these guys on the right don't pay attention to the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment. Didn't Roberts get us Obamacare? I agree with you. But I'm saying that you can't come back once it's done. 
that was. I don't know about that. I, I mean, here's the thing. I think the whole idea about the Supreme Court being the it's that it's that thing that keeps everybody coming back to the Republicans, no matter how bad they get. It's like we're held hostage. I, I agree with you that the Republican Party is not a conservative party anymore. I don't think that Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell give a crap about anything as far as conservative values. I I will say that most politicians on both sides simply want the status quo. They want to stay in power. They want to stay in power and they want to benefit from it. But I, I don't think you can even count on these judges. We act like... The uh, that we're blind to the fact maybe they support the Second Amendment, but we should pay more attention to the other amendments because that's where tyranny is is making their head ro- uh, the uh, inroads. Give me a tweet at Monica Perez Show. Give me a call eight hundred WSB Talk. Back after the break. This is Monica Perez. I'm filling in for Eric Erickson. Alan Sanders will be back in this chair tomorrow for Erickson. If you want to hear. More of my show, I'm on Saturdays from 3 to 6, and I also have uh, podcasts of both my WSB show and the podcasts I do with my trusty producer, Binkley. You can get those at PropagandaReportDaily.com. And uh, first, I want to I want to get some calls, but Binkley, can I get a, a, a tweet? If you want to tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show, anything uh, going on there? Yeah, we got one from Bobby who tweets, Libertarianism, it's the nap. Simply put, leave me alone and don't take my stuff. <laughs> That's good. The NAP, the NAP, is the non-aggression principle. And the idea behind that is you're not allowed to use violence, force, aggression against anyone unless they initiate it. You can't initiate the use of force. It's purely a defensive measure. I don't even uh, want to identify that as a purely libertarian concept because it seems to me to be the fundamental moral concept of everybody, of every religion. I mean, it's you're not allowed to aggress on other people um, unprovoked. I mean, you just can't. And that's where it all that's where it all comes out is that you are not allowed to steal money from somebody to give it to somebody else. You're not allowed to kill people in another country to get their stuff or because you don't like their laws. Just not allowed to do that stuff. And that is libertarianism in a nutshell. Uh, but if you disagree with that or agree with it, give me a call. 800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to go to Terry in Roswell. Hi, Terry. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. Uh, I'm a conservative, and I agree with a lot of the principles of libertarianism, but I diverge in regards to their emphasis on individual liberty to such a degree that it divorces itself from civil society. And by that, I mean they put... But liberty without virtue is self-destructive. And I think that uh, you have to take into regards natural rights. You have to take into regards that those rights come from God. And those natural rights allow you to believe or not believe in God, but without God, there is no liberty, there is no right or wrong, there is no morality. I would say this, Terry, I would say this, that actually... uh, I do understand what you're saying. Um, libertarian uh, individualism to the extreme, uh, in the void of everything else, is uh, self-destructive, destructive to society. However, liber- libertarianism, the basic, it actually, as I see it, results in a much stronger society because the consequences of your actions hit you immediately. 
So if you have immoral behavior you and, and you rely on, say, charity in your community, if you're a deadbeat, people are going to walk away from you. They're going to ostracize you. You're going to quickly learn that that's not an okay way to be. Similarly, if, if you want um, virtue, you want girls to stay pure, as they say, if you uh, if you don't subsidize, uh, you know, unwanted pregnancies or single parenthood, then you're you're going to get less of it. So I know that sounds super harsh, but I'm what I'm saying is the welfare state insulates people from the consequences of their actions. And and that allows people to be to have behavior that even religious people would consider less moral, whereas when you have a. Uh, a more exacting, stricter society, you people do feel the pain uh, immediately. I've got like one second before I have to do traffic, but I'll, I'll let you come back, Terry. Give me, give me what you got, Terry. You can give me okay, an answer. Okay, I totally agree with you. But you just talked about aggression, and the what man—that's the problem I have with libertarianism. It doesn't speak to man's wicked and sinful nature. Because there's always going to be that guy that's going to want to take your stuff. Uh, yes, so you're talking about the aggressive nature of man. And I'm saying, as a libertarian, I think it would be great if everybody chose to carry a gun. And that would sure keep people in line, don't you think? Those aggressive animalistic males or people, whatever, whatever you say, whoever you're referring to. I agree. To. But uh, this goes back to, like, virtue in society. If you don't foster it, it decays. And I, I forget which founding father said it, but he says our system of government is worthless without a religious and moral and upright, upright people behind it. And I think you, you can complain about the Democrats, you can complain about the Republicans, but a lot of it is the people of the United States who have elected and they care more about the real housewives of wherever than they care about their children or their country or what's right and wrong. And I you think know, that's a yeah. lot of the problem. I think you've really hit on that, um, on uh, the answer, which is it's the individuals in society who are responsible for this, especially when you have democracy. And uh, and that's why I myself feel like I have to vote my conscience, because that's all I can do morally as an individual. But I would also take a little trip down the rabbit hole on this one, Terry, in that if you look into the, the 1960s, this cultural upheaval, which really uh, flipped the morality of this country. When I think my father... Uh, fought in World War II, <laughs> so that that sounds like it really dates me. He was very young when he went to World War II and very old when he had me, let's just say that. So in those <laughs> 20 years, in those years that he was back, the 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 difference between the World War II generation and that um, the, uh, the counterculture in the 60s, it's just not even believable. And and if you dig into it, you will see that, that actually the CIA and other kind of shadow government agencies were behind a lot of that. Gloria Steinem actually admits to having worked for the CIA. So this morality that's been uh, turned upside down was a deliberate effort, in, from what I can tell, by uh, the, the powers that be, the powers that wanted more power to weaken us as a society. So it's kind of a chicken and egg problem, Terry, but uh, very interesting getting deep down there. Going to take a quick break. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. This is Monica Perez wrapping it up, filling in for Eric Erickson. Thank you, Eric. And Alan Sanders will be back tomorrow, filling in at this time, 5 to 7. 
If you like my show uh, or or want to know more, I should say, okay, <laughs> I've got a, I'm not sure that like is what I'm getting. There's a little pushback on the libertarianism, which kind of surprises me still because I feel like we're all in the same tent, but that's okay. Um, if you want to know more about my philosophy, I tease out a lot, a lot of issues from GMOs to my view on immigration, which... Uh, nobody seems to agree with. And I mean, really, like I get it from all sides on that. And uh, you can go to my website, MonicaPerezShow.com or PropagandaReportDaily.com, where you can also find the podcast of my WSB show and um, the uh, show I do online with my producer, Binkley. But I do have time for one more call. So let's go to Ron in Snellville. Ron, you're on with Monica. Hello, Monica. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Hey, listen, I think what's wrong with this country is parties, the fight between parties. You guys all look for lemmings to follow your ideas. You have people that are walking around following parties instead of having conversations with other people to figure out exactly what matters to people. As long as we're, we're divided, we will never come together. Hold on a sec. Don't go away, Ron. First of all, I don't follow parties. I did not vote for the Libertarian Party last year. I I, I write in Ron Paul because he's my guy. Um, or I'd write in you know, my mom, if she were, if she were the only person, you know what I mean? I do not follow parties like that. I agree with you there, but I think you hit on something that's going to be uh, the biggest theme of 2018. And that is going to be how it's been black versus blue. It's been men versus women. It's been uh, Antifa versus neo-Nazis. I think next year, the Democrats and Republicans are going to have an absolute knockdown drag out. That's what the big schism is going to be. This try to flip the South, flip the rural States 2018. So I think you really hit on that. That's divisiveness. And, and, and pure divisiveness for divisiveness sake, because they're all the same in the end, in my opinion. I agree with you 100%. I would encourage everyone that's listening to my voice, have a conversation, just a chat. Forget the party affiliation. Don't not talk to him because he's a Democrat. Find out who he is as an individual, and let's get together. Let's get this done. I the love country, that, Ron, and I would go needs. one step further and say what my um, producer Binkley here says is that at, at a point you stop actually even hearing what your own party is saying even thinking about what you're saying and you just look at first of all what's wrong with the other side um you always just knee jerk defend what your guy is doing it just takes the critical thinking right out of it so i love what you're telling us to do ron and i'm gonna let that end the show i'll be back here on wsb saturday from three to six this is monica perez for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.